Hello and welcome to episode 36 of the Community Trail Running Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Lee. Thank you for joining me once again. So many podcasts out there and I so appreciate you spending a little bit of your time with me. Today's guest is Dion Barrett of the True North Project. There have been 10 black men in history to summit Mount Everest, and Dion wants to add to that list so he can inspire the next generation to get outdoors and do great things. His story and motivation for the cause were great, and I hope you enjoy the conversation as much as I did. And we'll get to that in just a second. A little bit of housekeeping first. Of course, the Trail Running Film Festival tickets are on sale for our event happening Tuesday, April 18th at the Rio Theatre. We're going to announce those tickets winners from the contest last week this week very soon excited to get people excited about the event of course and we've got some sponsors to roll out we've already announced five peaks the awesome trail running series here in canada as our gold sponsor We've got some incredible silver sponsors too. We're talking about the Beast of Big Creek, which is a mountain trail climb and descent trail race in Washington State. And we've got Distance Runwear, the fantastic run shops here in Vancouver and North Vancouver. And like I said, the support we've gotten has just been amazing because the bronze sponsors that we have lined up are Heads or Trails from the Fraser Valley here in British Columbia, which is an awesome trail series. And then we have Coast Mountain Trail Running's Conquer the Vetter, the multi-sport event where participants stand up, paddleboard, bike, and run. So how amazing is that? The festival's going to be so good, can't wait to get to that. But today, we're talking to Dion, we're talking about the True North Project. Let's go. Today's guest is Dion Barrett of the True North Project. Dion and his True North Project are UK-based, and he launched back in January of 2022. The project has a big goal and objective, the goal being to climb Mount Everest by the 2025 climbing season, and the objective is to help and inspire the younger generation along the way, and even more so afterwards. Dion, thanks so much for taking the time today. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it, and I can't wait to get talking. Totally. I'm super excited. I know summoning Everest has some deeply personal roots for you. You've done research, found that only 10 black people have summited Everest, including three Englishmen, out of 6,098 total climbers, which is just wild. So tell us about why you decided you wanted to add yourself to that list and why it's important to you. As it began in 2020, so I started out, someone basically uh, alluded to me that there's not many black people out who take on the mountains or adventures such like hiking climbing this and the other especially in the uk um when i first started researching it was yeah i I didn't really see many people like me out on the mountains like it was predominantly white um and uh i don't see the mountains as uh, a place of discrimination it's open to everyone so that kind of sparked the fuse almost. And then I'd done some research, um, which was to do with Mount Everest, um, started looking into the statistics of uh, how many black people have climbed it, because um, any polar region or extreme conditions, um, you typically see the white male, old, seasoned within the craft, um, and and potentially with a lot of money behind him to do these expeditions. That's what you generically see. And obviously it's the same with um, 
same argument with females as well within the mm-hmm. industry as well so it, it it was a fight what needed to get uh to get brought into light so i knew there was a target there and there was something what was missing in 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 the greater scheme of things not for fame glory or anything like that but just to be that beacon for people like myself so that's what i plan to do i would like to go into these expeditions and these regions and put myself through it so other people can learn from it and I could also potentially give wisdom knowledge in regards to taking on these extreme kind of conditions and environments themselves I think uh especially as a white guy myself, I can take for granted how much I see my my kind of person out there doing things. And so for you to be able to stand up as a black person and do this for other black people is awesome. It's obviously a big part of your cause too, because you have the youth initiative as part mm-hmm. of your True North project, uh, looking to inspire the next generation. Tell us about that part of it. I'll rewind a little bit. So when I started the project, it wasn't purely uh my passion to climb mount everest right that was just a part of uh the journey towards being able to inspire many people it doesn't matter if you're black white yellow blue um i did i don't discriminate and i never will in january this year i kind of sat back and said is the message coming across how i intend it um so there was a lot of refining within the website and and just the overall um arc of the mission and the objective of the true north project as a whole um and uh it was trying to connect the dots properly so other people potential people who want to support and help or people who just want to find out good good news that people are doing within the community that the information was there and everything kind of was easy to read easy to digest and there was no one kind of picking apart this the the story because everest is one thing okay, that costs a lot of money, but so does doing community work and, and potentially speaking to young the younger generation, going to schools, creating events and stuff like that. So those were the things I wanted to underline um, and iron out the creases, which we've done, I think. Um, so moving on from that, I am currently speaking to a number of schools. I've, I've been invited to one in Leeds, which um, the school has helped me raise money already and stuff like that. They'd be very supportive. And to be fair, like that's what made me realize that I'm on the right path because this has been a learning curve for me. I've never mm-hmm. really had the experience to climb, let's say, Everest or or anything of the the sort i've kind of learned as i went along i've always been an avid uh outdoors person uh seeking adventure and and going on hikes while camping and stuff like that but that that that's about where it stops so again the journey i think is very important um especially when it comes from a personal standpoint uh in my upbringing and the answers and the questions that i had for myself took me down a very uh, narrow dark path which i fortunately came out the other side and been able to transpire almost uh and look at things in a positive way but there's not a lot of uh people of inspiration doing that for the younger generation especially within the outdoors community so that's what i wanted to do i wanted to open the doors um talk from a personal standpoint and the experience and show them that they can find their own passion within the outdoors because i have and um i would like other people to really 
home back into mother nature if that makes sense so yeah dion just sort of covered the surface of what he's wrote on his website as well i know you actually had attempted suicide when you talked about going down that dark path and the outdoors has been very therapeutic for you so i can see why you'd want to pass that on to the next generation and i also know you alluded to it a little bit that uh, everest and mountaineering isn't really your complete background so give us an idea of how you're training to do something kind of out of your wheelhouse Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'll, I suppose I'll start where um, the dark path of like, so as a kid, I was very like unaware of my own personality, my, my persona, um, who I, I didn't really, I had an identity crisis along with uh, racism, bullying uh, and the rest of the stuff what pe- people probably go through in little segments through school or whatever it kind of felt like I was going through it all at once um and a lot of people have said how how have I kind of come out the other side is quite amazing I've never really seen it that way I've just dealt with it but I think it's about time that I I, I'm humble within myself but also I've got a journey to tell where people can learn from in regards to the training side of things I've always been comfortable being uncomfortable so that that bit is easy so i'm i'm happy to go outdoors for a long stint uh period of time uh and and just wing it really uh in the safest way possible of course but, of course yeah <laughs> but i wing it um I, I love going off the beaten track so that bit was already ticked off so i'm just about to leave the british army uh, i was serving for eight years and um i think it's time because i want to pursue the project a bit more um it's time that i leave the army in order to follow the uh the project and put more effort into it um so i've got a bit of background within training and arduous courses i guess um and i've always taken that to my own personal life outside of the army uh challenged myself or help people on their challenges as well and october 22 i uh well, put together for October 22, a series of mountains within the Welsh landscape. Uh, It was 12 mountains that added up to the elevation of Mount Everest um, from sea level. I'd done the logistics of it. We had a a good team behind it um, who helped me uh, get the route, get the planning and the safety aspects of it. But that was, that was challenging because I, I didn't want to do it over a course of a few months. I wanted to do it in a cause um, in a, in a time frame of four days. Um, and my mates kind of gave me the side eye, like, "Not again, Dion. Why do you keep doing this to us? <laughs> you know we're going to help you." But I, yeah, I, I just always have to go that little bit further. I, I guess uh, that's just me. Um, if I feel like friend. someone else, <laughs> yeah. So like, if 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 I feel like I could do it with ease. I'll rather do it and absolutely hate myself for doing it the <laughs> hardest way possible. Um, it's just one of my traits. So I guess that challenge kind of not humbled me, but made me realize, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm able to do this. Now I just need to, what's left for me to get to Everest and successfully summit? What, what do I need there? Um, so my next thing now is kind of learning how to uh, like, do the winter climbing side of things um the stuff where on everest is pretty much your 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 bread and butter that's what i'm looking at uh unfortunately i wasn't born with a golden spoon and 
just had a, a just created a family <laughs> and it's that's a blessing itself but um yeah the money side of things are kind of the, the the only thing slowing me down if i had the money i would probably get it done to tomorrow and I, I feel like i'm ready as a whole um but i've got more alpine training to do you kind of segued into my next question really easily for me so thank you awesome. i've never contemplated <laughs> exactly i've never contemplated anything like this in my life uh give us an idea of what it cost for an expedition to everest is because it's not just climbing the mountain it's the whole journey to it there's there's two ways to look at it there's there's you've got no experience and you're doing what i'm doing and you're going through that the best options within reason to uh, to get the training in before you commit to go into uh, an expedition company and saying take me up Mount Everest. Um, that's that's the long-winded version. That's what I'm kind of trying to achieve. Imagine you've got all the qualifications and everything else, or not qualifications, but all the skills behind it and the knowledge, and you feel fit and ready to go. And all you need to do is get the expedition company to take you up there. I've heard or seen anything from, let's say, 25, 30 grand all the way up to, well, the sky's the limit. So really and truly, if you're if you're wanting to successfully summit, have a good trip, get looked after, and kind of be in this cocoon with good, experienced Sherpas, uh, a company with uh, a lot of decent reviews, success rate, all the rest of that, you're looking at around, yeah, 60 to 100,000. Not, I a, that. not not a cheap trip. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Um, there's definitely cheaper places uh, in the area, but again, Everest has got that renowned name, the nature. You, you, you're paying for the name. You're paying for the climb. You're paying for to be on top of the world. Really, what you're paying for as well is also it's one of the only incomes for the country and people and the community. So again, going there, I, I say respect the culture, respect the nature, respect the people as well, because that's also a part of the journey. Your journey is an inspirational one and you're certainly coming at it from a, from a noble place. Dion, tell people where they can follow your adventure, get involved, all the good stuff. www.truenorthproject.co.uk. That's got every bit of information about the project, what I'm doing, where I'm going. Um, and it's also got links to the social media. On Instagram is probably my most active uh, and that is the number five underscore and the word 20 and it will be the first one message me if you if you feel like you're interested and yeah we'll go from there we'll get talking amazing i love it huge thank you to dion barrett huge thank you to all of you listening shout out to race volunteers everywhere and until next time i'm adam lee and this is community trail running <laughs>